How is everybody doing today on this beautiful Saturday night? Well, actually, I still consider a Saturday night. It's three minutes from Sunday. It's about to be 12 a.m. I figured, you know what? Let's uh, let's get this laptop open and let's get this podcast recorded. Um, I want to first thank the people that listened to my last podcast, which was my first podcast. I truly, truly appreciate it. Um, I also appreciate if you took a look on my Instagram for this podcast, which is at Motivational Tidings. I really appreciate you guys reaching out to me and telling me how you feel about the podcast and what topics you want me to speak about. But all in all, I mean, today is uh, it's a Saturday night. It's about to be Sunday in two minutes, and I'm kind of going to be just talking about off script, as you can say, um, nothing really uh, following a template. Just want to talk to you guys about something that's been on my mind lately. If you guys look at my latest post, I posted something on my Instagram, and it's, and, and the quote was, um, "If if if man can conquer what's inside, then he can conquer the world." And it's gonna relate to my, it's gonna relate to my topic today, which is gonna be. Why you should think big. Yeah, why you should think big. And I just want to preface this before, I want to preface this by saying, you know, in the world that we live in today, where, and I kind of touched on it in my first podcast about social media, a lot of people nowadays versus the past, you know, the past was different, right? Before the social media era and before the internet era, in, in this era, it's more about who essentially has the most followers, right? Who has the most followers? Who who has the better pictures? Who has who has the most friends, right? Who's the most popular? Or it's basically success is basically predicated upon more of a social aspect and an actual personal successful aspect where in the past we're talking about the 1950s and 1960s and 1970s i mean we're talking about a country and specifically in america that came off world war ii and it was more about individualistic um success it was about you know starting up a company and investing in that company you know, really providing a service to people and how people can essentially, you know, fall in love with their service and companies would grow. It wasn't really about who was popular or who had the most friends or the most followers because there wasn't that there wasn't that in that time. Right. In that time, it was a lot different than what we than we are in right now. And the thing about social media is it really brings more toxic vibes than positive vibes. I'm all for social media, but if it's used in the right manner, in the right way. But unfortunately, and I've been in this trap before, social media can be very, very, very toxic. Social media is a way for people to judge themselves more than they judge others. You should never judge others and you should never judge yourself based on where others are. But that's what people do. And I've done it in the past. 
And sometimes I catch myself doing it nowadays. And if you go down that rabbit hole of you see a person's photo and then you look at yourself based on this one photo that you looked at, you essentially take your whole life and you compare your whole life to that one photo. And obviously right now listening to it sounds stupid like, am I really doing that? Like, I mean, come on, that's embarrassing, but we subconsciously do it without identifying what we are doing. And how does it relate to why you should think big? It's because a lot of people, they look at themselves and they look at their social media status. And based on their social media status, it really judges how they will look or how they feel they'll be successful in the future. And that's just not right. Absolutely not right. There should be no reason why you should be doing that. So I want to get away from that. You know, I think the whole social media topic is a very, very interesting topic. And you can't really spend one one episode on it. I think you have to have a whole series on it. Because there's a lot of things that we do on social media that has to be identified. And, and I think it takes more than just one episode. But anyways, why you should think big. How how can thinking big really affect you? right? How How can it help you grow? You think about thinking big, right? You have a goal. You know, you have a goal of graduating college. And then that goal of graduating college becomes, I want to graduate college with the highest honors. And then the, the, the goal evolves to, I want to graduate college with the highest honors and with a job right after college. That is thinking big, where you start to think about something that you really want to do Right, but it essentially scares you. It makes you scared. It makes you feel vulnerable because you're not comfortable doing it. Bringing myself into this, I started working out about four to five years ago. And I looked at myself one day in the mirror, and this was in December of of I believe right. 2015 going to 2016 and here I was a small skinny kid that was extremely weak very bad confidence I mean if you told me something that I I lacked in or something that you know is a bad judgment this will be on my mind all day that's how bad I was you know and I never believed in myself I looked at myself in the mirror. I remember it was it was during uh, winter break. And man, I said, something has to change. Right? Something has to change. Because if I continue this way, it's not going to look good. And I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, you know what? I'm going to start working out. I am going to start working out. And the whole thought about working out scared the shit out of me. It really did. Because that in itself for me was thinking big. Right? The whole context of me going to the gym was not only to work out and to get bigger. But it was to expose myself in front of people who can clearly see me for who I am. I'm vulnerable in the gym. 
You know what I'm saying? I am extremely vulnerable in the gym. And five years later, I'm essentially a bodybuilder. People come up to me for questions, for advice, my opinions, and how they can do different things to better themselves personally, physically, and in other parts of their life. That is thinking big, where you shake up your life, where you become uncomfortable. This podcast, I mean, this is for me something very different, right? I want to be able to speak to you guys where I can help you guys. I can inspire you guys and one day hopefully translate that into speaking in front of a crowd of people to get that live inspiration, right? To get that feeling out there, that vibe, that energy. But it scares the crap out of me because I'll be honest with you, public speaking ain't my thing. But you know what? Whenever we think big, it does not only benefit you, but it benefits the world. The transition of me becoming a small guy, becoming a very low confident guy, to an extremely confident guy who does not care about the judgment of himself from other people, who is, who is a bodybuilder, who is addicted to the gym, who completely changed his life based on this one, one action, it benefits the world. Because people will notice. And you never know that person who notices what he or she is going through. I mean, we just don't know. It could be, especially on social media, you post a picture of yourself, you know, a year from when you started working out, two years, and that transition, right, the the, the results, people will see, wow, I mean, if he can do it, I can do it. And that person that said, I can do it, may be going through some serious stuff that you don't know about. And I've had that happen to me. Where I know a few people that never talk to me, that I've seen in school, that I've seen in college. You know, we bump into each other. Hey, how are you? Right? A few years later, they see what I'm doing. And they're like, man, you are so inspirational. I've been going through my own stuff as well. And watching you do what you're doing every single day, your commitment to the gym... It's phenomenal and it's helping me. And that's the same thing for me looking at people who are killing it in their own game. It doesn't only have to be working out. A few of my friends are programmers working for the biggest companies. You know, and I graduated with computer science and I didn't do too well. And seeing my friends do what they're doing and having them you know, be very uh, courteous when it comes to asking for advice, 
telling me what to do is extremely inspirational for me. So you never know. You never know who you're inspiring. You never know who you're benefiting. You never know who you're helping. You can literally change a person's life without even knowing it. <laughs> it's a crazy world we live in. And I guess that's the one of the pros of social media. People are always tuning in whether you know it or not. And then for me, the next point is it frees you. Right? It sets you free. Social, uh, not social media. <laughs> Thinking big sets you free. Because all your life you've been told you should do this. You should do that. If you do this, someone will notice you for doing it. I mean, we've been in that position all of our lives, and especially now for social media, where everything is a game, where everything is who does it better, who wears it better, right? Or who who works in a better job. It's all about a game now. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's not about what we really want to do. We're shackled to the thought of others. It's sickening. It absolutely is. Every day we wake up in the morning, it's like, what do I have to do to get the the attention of this person or that person or that group of people? What do I have to do? But it's not about what do I have to do that makes me happy and that will get me to where I want in the future. When you can identify the things you do and the reasons that you do what you do and you turn away from that and you absolutely do not care or give a shit about what people think. and you I mean, if you want to be a photographer and that's what you really want to do, you want to be a photographer that goes all around the world and takes these beautiful pictures in different countries. And you are held back because you are scared about what aunt, whoever, or uncle, whoever thinks about that. I mean, these people, when you're 70 years old or 60 years old, chances are they're not going to be living. And you're going to be sitting outside or inside or wherever you are. God, I hope you're healthy, right? And say, man, I wish I would have done it. Instead... It was about how can I look good in front of my family, right? How can I look good in front of the community? How can I look good in front of my, my parents' friends? And it's, it's so unfortunate that so many people live this way. I know a lot of people who literally tell me that their parents only paid for them to go to college if they were going to go to med school. Otherwise they would take loans. This is the world we live in. And unfortunately. Majority of people that live all around the world. Live a life. That is based on the thought of others. And when you are ready. To sit to stand up and say you know what. I don't care anymore about what. This person thinks. I don't care if they're my family member or they're my friend. I don't care. Right? 
What I care about is myself because that's what matters the most. I'm going to do what I want to do. And for that person that is doing that, whatever that is, God bless you. Because that takes a lot of power to stand up in front of everyone and say, look, you can laugh at me. You can talk behind my back. And you could gossip to your friends about what I'm doing and say it's not going to make me a lot of money or make me quote-unquote successful. But at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, I did what I wanted in my life. And I was not tied to money, to fame, to notoriety. Even if I make a lot of money, that was a result of my hard work. Let's get that straight. So that was one of the things, right, about why we don't think big. We, we have that fear of looking bad in front of others, in front of our friends, in front of our families. But what about fear of failure? I mean, that's a topic that I think can be completely put to an opposite role where... Instead of fear of failure, it should be excitement of failing. I'd say that the times we live in now versus the times we lived in in the past, we are way more sheltered now than we have ever been. Everything is about being careful. Careful with the majors we choose. Careful with the friends we hang out with. Careful with the way we spend our money. In retrospect, that is correct. But there's also that carefulness about what we do in our life, in the future. Because there's always that question of, well, how much money am I going to make? How am I going to raise my family? Who is going to want to marry me? And how will they judge me if I show up and say, you know, what, I'm doing what I love, but I don't have that much money. Which is very, um, it's a prominent excuse, but I don't think it cuts anything. And in the end of the day, with all due respect, and excuse my language, I think that excuse is bullshit. Because like I said before, you are in the thought of others, but not yourself. People are afraid to fail. It's sad. Right, they're, they're, they're afraid of doing something and looking, quote-unquote, embarrassed. Looking like a fool in front of others. Like we're supposed to be angels, perfect, shrouded in white, presenting gold. You know, we speak verses and, and, and all this stuff like, we, we come to you and I offer you perfection. I don't fail, but we're human. We do fail. Look at where we are today. Coronavirus literally is destroying the lives of so many people, whether they went to college or not. People are getting laid off regardless of their experience. It's not a product or it's not a result of what you did in college. It's a result of the economy. 
It's a result of what's going on nowadays. But we can label that as a failure. Because in the end of the day, everything that happens to you or to me is because of you or is because of me. It's always individually your fault. We have to accept where we are in life. And we have to accept the fact that, you know what, failure is always going to happen. The beautiful thing about failure, man, is failure exposes you. Exposes your weakness. And you understand what your weaknesses are. You know what they are. And what do you do? Do you ignore it? Do you shun it? Do you just walk away from it and say, you know, I'm going to quit? Or do you come back and you say, well, you know what? I have to work on this. I have to work on that. I have to work on it. I want to be better. I always go back to uh, the example of LeBron James. LeBron James was born to a mother that had him when she was 16 years old in Akron, Ohio. And if you look at his well-documented childhood, you will know that LeBron moved around extremely often from school to school. And that to kids these days is not easy to move from school to school with not without knowing if they're going to have money or food. I mean, she was struggling. And LeBron was gifted physically. We know that. There's a lot of people who are gifted physically. But why is it that LeBron James out of every single other person who has his gifts or less a little bit less than him never make it lebron thought big he already knew what he wanted to do but i'm pretty sure lebron failed a lot when he was a kid i mean the whole story of lebron is 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 phenomenal because at his age what he did when he was a kid I mean, a lot of people that are older don't do. And that is being or showing up consistently in his profession, which is practicing every single day and night. Cleveland's in the Northeast. It's cold. It's raining. It's depressing, especially where his situation was for him to go to the court without knowing what's going to happen the next day, without really having a structure. And probably being by himself on the court every day, it tells you a lot about a person. He probably failed a million times, just like every other great. No one just gets there because they get there. It's because they work hard. They embrace their failures. They wake up in the morning and say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on it. They're excited to fail. That's the whole game, guys. But unfortunately, people are afraid to fail. People are afraid of that embarrassment. 
David Schwartz said it best, the mind is what the mind is fed. You know, if people look at you a certain way and you're not confident about yourself, you don't love yourself, you don't believe in yourself, you don't hold yourself to high standard. When you're in when you're in a group of a uh, conversation with all your friends and everyone's talking about what they're doing, you hold yourself in a very low regard. When I was in high school, everyone was talking about the colleges they were going to, the programs they were going to. I hated myself. Having been through depression at that moment of time, I honestly thought that I was never going to do anything in my life. I held myself in an extremely low regard. I wasn't jealous of others, but I was saying to myself, man, these guys are definitely better than me. I was never thinking big. But as I told you, and this is my next topic, it's, it's, we have to understand why we think this way. And what are the triggers to these thoughts? And what are the results of these thoughts? And that is, what are the steps to thinking bigger? The first thing we have to do is we have to identify um, negative habits. You know, what are the things that you do in your day-to-day life that bring you to a certain appearance every day consistently where everybody knows you for who you are? It's a certain way that you act. It's a certain way that you talk, right? When people can see that, what, why? What is the reason? And I talked about in my first episode where you have to be able to put yourself in a, in a very quiet area and just lay down and think about whatever. In this exercise, or exercise, I'm sorry, you need to think about your past if that is one of the reasons why you have a negative habit or you just think negatively. Right? In my own experience, a lot of the negative thoughts were really um, a combination from the past. Being bullied, being isolated, no one really checking up on me or being there for me when I needed it as far as friends goes, that social aspect. And I grew up with that in my high school years, into my college years, until I started working out. But I did not or I wasn't able to identify that had I not sat down for hours and to just really go back in time and to feel the past and to accept the past. And that's probably the biggest reason of why a lot of people don't think big. Because they don't look at themselves as big in their life. Something happened to you that made you feel like man i'm not i'm not like the greats 
And when you could finally identify that, when you could finally say, you know what, I, I accept the past, I forgive the past, and I want to move on. The good part is this. What do you want to do? Like, what do you want to do? Not what your family wants you to do. Not what Uncle John wants you to do or Aunt May wants you to do. What What do you want to do? Is it, I know people who want to become like music producers. I know people who want to become like big athletes, whether it's in soccer or basketball. I have a few friends that played D1 basketball. And something like that takes a lot of work. I know people who run some big blogs. I know people who are on YouTube. It comes from an aspect of interest, but it comes from an aspect of curiosity. And there's always that that thing that you want to do. And you have to figure it out. And when you figure it out, your job is not to be deterred by how big the job is. But essentially, you write it down and you break it down just like anything. You break it down just like anything. Because if you're looking at the mountain, you're you're already intimidated. But if you break the mountain down, you know, not literally, but figuratively, if you break the mountain down, not a good example, but you get what I mean. If you break things down, it becomes a lot easier. Small wins translate into big wins. And once you finally get that, the next thing you do is take action. It's time, baby. Like, it's time. It is absolutely time for you to just jump in. Steve Harvey said it best. You got to jump. Most of the times you're going to fail. Most of the times you're going to fall down and you're going to you're going to be embarrassed in front of the eyes of others, but once you don't like once you are immune and you don't care about the thoughts of others, it doesn't even matter. It's like, you know, let's keep doing this. Right? Let's keep doing this. I'm going to jump again. And I'm going to fail. I'm going to jump again. I'm going to fail. But every single time you jump, the uh, the fear starts to, um, it starts to go away slowly. It doesn't hurt more, right? When you jump the first time, it hurts a lot. But the second time, it hurts a little less. And then the third time, it hurts a little less than the second time and so on. And eventually, you get to a point where you're like, you know what? to hell with this let's keep doing it baby because like you have so much fun you are being you you are free of the judgment of others and that's my next point seek people who think and want to persevere like you with all due respect to your family and your negative friends you got to push them away if they are negative to you if you have family members who are negative if you have friends who are negative and that laugh at you or that mock you because they are they are small themselves where they don't believe in themselves. I'm not saying you're small, but they are small-minded. Walk away. 
But like these people are the the benefit to you for them there being in in your life is so little. It doesn't weigh close to what a speck of dirt weighs, and that says a lot. Because they're just they they're not there for you. Instead, seek someone who's a who's not a yes man. Seek someone who will look at you and tell you what's wrong with you or what's wrong with or how you can better to what how you can better what you want to do in your life instead of someone who's a yes man. Seek someone who wants to do what you want to do or likes to do what you like to do. Seek people who are young just like you or your age or your profession and like get that circle going because you know what the more people you have that want to be successful like you in your own in your own uh category the faster you will get there and every single time you have that discourage that you can't do what you want they are right there to tell you to keep on going and i said it small wins lead to big wins you know it's not about achieving the the goal of getting to z i always say it. it's not about what z feels like it's honestly the, the when you speak with somebody who is consistently um achieving like things that people don't achieve normally they tell you that they are not addicted to the end goal but they are addicted to the journey they love the failures they love the people who look at them um you know what it is it's it's my analogy that i love it's the lion who walks in the jungle while those monkeys that are in the trees all the way up are watching and laughing be the lion you're going to be embarrassed sometimes, but if you're immune to it and you don't care and you're continuously and consistently pushing to that thing that you want to do, God bless you. Action cures fears, my friends. I'm not here to tell you whatever you want to do is, is, is a big goal and you can't do it. It's not about that. It's about changing your life. You know, it's about changing your life. We've lived in desperation for so long. Les Brown says it best, quiet desperation. I mean, we go to work nine to five and we, we don't like what we do. You know, there's people who don't like what they do. And they feel that quiet desperation. They have to do what they have to do because they got into it where they got to pay their bills. They got to support their family but if you're young and there's something that you want to do do it and do not do not do not please do not be deterred because someone said it's not a it's not a finance it's not a good financial choice because that person that said it i've seen people who said it like that and that person that in my own experience that said that type of thing I mean, their life is miserable, with all due respect. And what you will find about yourself when you start to delve into being uncomfortable on the journey to do what you really want in life, 
you start to love yourself more and more and you start to take cover for yourself. People who start to talk bad about you, people who start to criticize about you, and you, when you used to say nothing, now you're going to say something. You're going to say, you know what, bro? I don't know who the hell you think you are. You're not me. And I, I don't know what happened to you in your past. I don't know what happened to you in your experience. But you're not going to tell me that I can't do what I want. And you're going to start to love yourself. You are free from the thoughts of others. You are not shackled anymore. That's life. Don't live life as if you were dead. God bless you guys. It's a tough time we're living in right now. Use this time to figure out that thing that you want to do. Plan it out. And action, 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 action. Action cures fears, my friends. Um, and I guess I'm going to end it right here. But I, like I said, guys, I want to give a huge thank you guys. Or I want to give a huge thanks to you guys for listening to my podcast listening to this episode if you found this episode extremely helpful make sure to follow this podcast on spotify or subscribe to my podcast on apple podcast make sure to follow me on instagram motivational tidings if there's any feedback any topics you'd like uh, me to uh, speak about or expand upon please let me know and for one last time thank you guys for listening and please tune to the next episode thank you and have a beautiful and blessed week